You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. I'm here just for the, a quick short show now to give you a preview for week two in the NBA to help you for your weekly changes leagues, to help you for your daily changes leagues as well. Michael Bolton. Let's get to it. To it. Of course, I'll be back later in the day to recap Sunday's action and preview Monday's games as well. But this is looking at week two in the NBA, our first full week in the league. And uh, a bit of an unbalanced schedule to begin the week. 11 games on Monday, 3 games Tuesday, 11 games Wednesday, and 3 games Thursday. And then we end out with a flat end of the week. 8 on Friday, 8 on Saturday, and 6 on Sunday. So... We do have quite a few streaming games this week. Uh, Monday, no. We can't really stream guys in. Wednesday with 11 games, no. But the other the other five days of the week, Tuesday, prime streamer. Thursday, great. Three games. Stream your shit out of it. Um, th- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 8, 8, and 6. In general, in 90% of cases, 95% of cases, you will be able to add a player off the waiver wire and you will have one, maybe two active spots available on that Friday, Saturday, yeah, eight-game situation and be able to add them in. So looking for the streamers. And now, you know, last week we only had a couple of days of streaming, three days with five days. If you've only got four waiver ads for the week, you have to prioritize where you're adding, guys. You have to structure who you're adding. You have to look for those back-to-backs and pseudo back-to-backs. A team that plays Tuesday, Thursday, adding a guy for Tuesday, getting two games out of one is fantastic. The Friday, Saturday back-to-back is fantastic as well. There's no Saturday, Sunday back-to-back, so you've got to maximize those uh, games played per waiver acquisition early in the week on the Tuesday, Thursday, the Thursday, Friday, or the Friday, Saturday in those pseudo back-to-back or actual back-to-back situations, and then just stream for categorical needs on the Sunday. There are five teams this week who have three quality games meaning that you can use those guys in the majority of those open days. We've got the San Antonio Spurs, the Denver Nuggets, the Lakers, the Mavericks, and the Heat. All of those teams have three quality games this week, meaning they play on three of those five low-volume days this week in the NBA. If we look at the schedule as a whole, we've probably got an even split between four games and three games. The Spurs, the Cavs, the Bulls, Pacers, Pistons, Knicks, Jazz, Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers, Kings, Bucks, Magic, and Rockets. All of those teams play four games. Those two that I mentioned before, the Nuggets and the Spurs, have three quality games. Everybody else has two quality games. Then you have the teams that have three games. The Hornets, the Suns, the Thunder, Pelicans, Nets, Lakers, Raptors, Sixers, Blazers, Heat, Mavericks, and Hawks. They all have three games, but there's quite a big difference. You look at someone like the Hornets, the Suns, and the Thunder, they play three games, and only one of those is a quality game. The Lakers, the Heat, the Mavericks, all three of their games are quality games. So if you're looking at them on a vacuum and go, well, the Suns play three games, the Lakers play three games, that's fine. But in a daily changes league, that Lakers guy that you add, whether it's some piece of crap like Contavious Caldwell Pope, for those of you playing in a 120-team league, you could add him and use him in all three of those games. You add someone off the Suns, whether it's Frank Kaminsky, 
maybe not a bad, uh, not a great example because you're playing so well, or, or Bainsey, you might get one game out of that guy versus the three games you get from JaVale from the Lakers, or whether it's Rondo who's back, which I'm not sure he's going to be. However, it runs with these teams. That is quite a big difference. So you've got a, a big spread of one-game quality teams up to three-game quality teams, and then we have four teams this week that only play the two games, the Boston Celtics, the Wizards, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Grizzlies, they play two games, but both of those games are on the low-volume days. So you know, the two games from the Grizzlies, adding a Grizzlies free agent, it might be equivalent to adding someone from the Knicks as a free agent who play four games, but only two of them are on low-volume days. So you could add a Knicks player. Maybe it's the Fort Kevin Knox because you, you love torturing yourself. You could get the two games out of him. It, it says four games. Knicks, that's great. Four games of Kevin Knox is better than two games of Brandon Clark. But it's not actually four games of Kevin Knox. It's two games versus two games for the Grizzlies. So that is important. Every team plays at least one quality game this week as well. And that's super important when trying to determine your streaming strategy. So if we're looking at our streaming strategy, again, we're not going to be able to get guys in on the Monday or the Wednesday to play for our team. So we're targeting the other day. So I think starting off with a Denver ad, as Denver play on the Tuesday and Thursday, you can get two games out of the out of one there. So Farton, Will Barton, if he is there, Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, if these guys are on the wire, Malik Beasley, Monty Morris, we all know that you know, Jokic and Murray and, and Gaz Harris, he might have been dropped. It's a great way to get him back onto your team. I wouldn't have dropped him, even though it hasn't been a great start. Four steals in two games for Gaz has been pretty nice, though. No! In fact, it's been nice, Gary. But those steals have been impressive there. But to start off with the Nuggets is a good way to start this week. You've got the Miami Heat, which you can look at to start this week also. They have uh, two games against the Hawks on the uh, on the Tuesday, Thursday, meaning also the Hawks players are great to stream. So your Miami, you've got uh, Kendrick Nunn, you've got uh, Tyler Hero. You, got, uh, you would have had Derek Jones, but he's hurt at the moment. Khalil Linick. Myers, Leonard, these guys putting up some strong numbers. Now, Jim Butler will be back. We don't know how that's going to impact guys like Nunn and Hero. It's going to have some sort of an impact. Do they incorporate waiters into the rotation? Probably not. Do they incorporate James Johnson? Probably not. But there are some other options now for Miami that could impact. Actually, Johnson may come in uh, now that he's back from his conditioning hiatus with Jones Hurt. But there are some options there. And then for the Hawks, Jabari Parker, if you're looking for scoring. Kevin Fanapants Herter, who's had nine assists in two games. DeAndre Hunter, uh, Cam Reddish, if you're looking to have the worst field goal percentage possible. I would say Bruno Fernando, but he just hurt his ankle. Alex Len, if he was dropped, it's a good start to the week for these guys to get them in. Then Wednesday, we've got the 11 games. So that's the Tuesday, Thursday, back-to-back. And then what we want to look at is where we stream these other guys. Now, we can look at Thursday, Friday type of games uh, because Friday's just got the eight games. So the Spurs have a back-to-back Thursday, Friday. There's a good ad with those, uh, those guys there. That is the only team that has the Thursday, Friday back-to-back. So then the other ads we can look at, do we have Thursday, Saturday type scenarios? Well, the Nuggets, they play Tuesday, they play Thursday, then they play Saturday. So one ad from a Nuggets player gives you three quality games in those first uh, those first uh, four days of the of the low-volume day. So that's a, they're a strong option there to have a look at as well. Um, the other teams, the, the Pelicans have the Thursday-Saturday combination also. That's the other team that, that has that group. And then we look for Friday-Saturday back-to-backs. The Pistons have that there. The Duck, Luke Kennard. Maybe it's Markeith Morris you want to take a look at. Derek Rose, who's, who's shooting unbelievably at the moment or scoring unbelievably. There's some good value in him at that point. You've got the Warriors, who uh, at the time of me recording are getting their asses kicked by the Thunder. But you might be able to get some value. Maybe it's an Eric Pascal. Maybe someone like Jordan Poole floats your boat, but he shouldn't. But he might. 
The Bucks and the Magic also have that Friday, Saturday back-to-back there also. So guys like Kyle Korver for threes for the Bucks. Um, the, the Magic, Markel Fultz, who should probably be held in all 12-team leagues. He's showing some good value. Terry Ross, if he was dropped, it's an opportune time to add him back in. The Chief El Farouk Aminu. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Maybe you need some blocks and Mobama can come in. One, two, three, four, five. So they're, they're a great option there. And then you've got the Nets. You've got the, the artist formerly known as Tory and Prince. They have the Friday, Saturday back-to-back. Uh, you could look at him. Uh, Smoking Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Jared Allen, and DeAndre Jordan. Now, I'm not a, a big DeAndre Jordan fan for 12-team leagues, but getting those two games there is really key. Because as I mentioned, on the Saturday-Sunday, there is no back-to-back combination for those guys. So on the Sunday, all you're looking to stream is a guy in to win those uh, categories that you need. Now, again, we're still in the early parts of the season, so I'm not just dropping guys. I'm not looking at someone and go, shit, Sadoransky, you've got to go. I'm dropping Otto Porter. People ask me, do I drop Doss's wins? I'm like, God, no, you don't. Just to get eke out one extra win, I'm holding Sadoransky. I'm definitely holding Porter, even though that situation is really, really weird. I've got him. Of course, I'm holding Justice Winslow, and I'm not dropping them to eke out one game to add um, to add Markeith Morris because they've got a Friday, Saturday back-to-back with the Pistons. So you're yeah, balancing that sort of stuff. But if you've got that dedicated streamer spot already, you're know, cycling through that, this is the way to go about it for this week. I want to look at some players who are, I think are under-rostered for this, this week. Um, and it is important to have a look whether you can add them uh, into your leagues, whether it's a weekly lock league or a daily changes uh, league. Um, guys that we need to have a look at, I'm looking at players who are under 50% rostered. The Duck, Luke Kennard, Darius Garland, two young guards who play four games this week with two quality games apiece. Both of those guys have a place in weekly lineup leagues, I believe, this week. Tristan Thompson, who's on fire. I think he's a must-add player across all 12-team leagues, and his week shakes out pretty well. Interesting spot here for PJ Tucker, who's rostered in under 40% of Yahoo leagues. He started off the season red hot. That won't continue, but again, we're getting the four games from him this week. Flaming Mo Harkless, Lord Alfred Payton, Marcus Morris in weekly leagues. Four games for all of those guys. Two quality games for all of those guys as well. Again, when we're talking daily changes, there are things we need to pay attention to. Chetty Osman, who was a dreadful in the Cavs game across the weekend, he's an option. Kobe White is an option here. Landry Shamit with four games this week is another guy. We can look at who all project probably to be top 100 players over the course of this week. Um, DeLon Wright, if he was dropped, he, he's an ad. Bryn Forbes, Nemanja Bielitsa, uh, those guys uh, with four games. Now, Forbes especially has three quality games. So not only can you look to lock him in in a weekly changes league, but as a daily changes uh, option, he's really, really important this week. Also, uh, Chris Dunn can have some value as a uh, as a defensive steals and blocks type of specialist, more steals. Royce O'Neal, Danny House. There's quite a few guys that we could be looking at here who have some interesting value for the week ahead. Now, with those teams, back to what we talked about earlier, they only play two games. Some of these guys that you would think are absolute staples on your team, they may not be weekly lock guys. Jason Tatum, Gordon Haywood, The Tank, Tom Bryant. Ja Morant. Jeff Teague, uh, Andy Wiggins is definitely not a, a lock start type of a guy. Someone like Jarrett Culver, who you may have hoped for some upside, he's like their ninth man at the moment. Pretty hard to hold on to someone like him. 
But you know, Haywood, Tatum, Bryant, Morant, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jeff Teague, maybe even Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. These might not be guys with only two games this week that you look to lock into your lineups. Jonas Valanciunas, similarly for the Grizzlies and pretty much anyone else, uh, anyone on that Grizzlies team is not a uh, not a guy that you should be uh, you know really getting too excited about for the the week ahead with just two games. Beal is a guy you put in. Carl Anthony Towns is a guy you put in. I'm not sure about even Kemba Walker. He might not be in your best 10 players for this week with only two games. You know, getting uh, a guy, like for example, so if Walker plays the two games, but you get four games of Boyan Bogdanovich, that's a, a guy that I would prefer there. Four games of Marcus Morris, I'd probably prefer that to Kemba Walker, to be fair. So there are you know plenty of guys that on the surface, you go, no way would I look at Kobe White over Kemba Walker, but double the games? It is something to at least uh, pay attention to. You can have a look at all our weekly projections over on Basketball Monster for all this stuff as well. That'll do it for my week two preview. I'll be back later in the day to recap all of Sunday's action, talk about what went on there, more in-depth discussion on the players, and then previewing in a massive 11-game slate for Monday for uh, DFS. And there's some seasonal value in that as well. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.